Welcome to part two of Yeshua, the pre-existent master. As I finish up what's left of this small treatise that I'm still in the process of expanding. So as we said before, From the scripture written in Yochanan, John, it is absolutely clear to see that the word and Yahweh, yod heh the Tetragrammaton, they are exactly the same. They are identical. It is from Yahweh that the expression or utterance came forth. It is from Yahweh that the expression or utterances came forth and from within himself for that matter therefore Yahweh and his word are indivisible Yeshua is the vocalized Rema, the word of Yahweh in Yohanan chapter 6 verse 63 Yeshua makes the statement and of course he said it in Aramit Aramaic But I'm going to give it to you in Hebrew. Haruach hi hamechaya habasar eno muil kelum hadevarim shedibarti alechem ruach vekayim. I repeat. Haruach hi hamechaya habasar eno muil kelum hadevarim shedibarti. Alechem, Ruach Vekayim. For a third time. Ha Ruach hi ha Mechaya. Ha Basar eno Moyil Kelum. Ha Devarim Shedibarti. Alechem, Ruach Vekayim. He said, It is the Spirit who gives life. The flesh is no help at all. The words that I have spoken to you are spirit and life. The words that I have spoken unto you are spirit and life. Yeshua makes it clear in this scripture that the words, Rema, that he spoke to them were spirit and life. The vital energies that constitute life can be found within his words. Therefore, it is clear to see that when Yahweh spoke Rema from within his own spirit out into the external spirit realms and dimensions, it is the essence from within himself that is being expressed and emitted out into these external planes of existence. Secondly, affecting all physical and material planes likewise. This essence that is being emitted and exerted upon these planes is called the Word. 
And this word is who Yeshua identified himself as. The writer of the Gospel of Yohanan also identified him as the word. The, the writer of the book of Revelation, Hachazon, Apocalyptine, the unveiling also referred to Yeshua as the word. All of the prophets in the Old Testament said over and over again, the word of Yahweh came unto me. The word of Yahweh came unto me. The word of Yahweh came upon me. Who is the word? The word is Yeshua HaMashiach. So like I said, this essence that is being emitted and exerted upon these planes is called the word and this word is who Yeshua identified himself as. The energetic output of Yahweh. That is to say that Yeshua is the energetic output of Yahweh. Yeshua also himself said that I came forth from the Father, which means he is an emission. One must investigate what actually constitutes a vocal word. Firstly, we must define vocal. Vocal means uttered by the voice, having or exercising the power of producing voice speech or sound expressive in the hebrew tongue the term used for voice is kol q o l which can be found in the hebrew lexicons under the number 6963 and it equals voice sound and noise interestingly when we look at a scripture in the Torah of Moses, we find a passage that communicates the science that even the blood of humans has a voice. Even the blood of humans has a voice. It is written in Bereshit chapter 4 verse 10, and Yahweh said, What have you done? The voice of your brother's blood is crying out to me from the ground. The term crying in this verse is the Hebrew word za'ak, which means to cry out to and also to summon by voice. It is clear to see that any type of voice consists of vibratory frequencies. Therefore, waves of sound are emitted through an etheric medium called air or spirit, or as some ancients call it, the akasha, the ether, the fifth element, or the element that gives rise to the four lower elements. Air, water, fire, earth, and some spirit. Upon this medium, the waves are transmitted. Once these waves have been transmitted and vibrated forth, these waves manifest themselves as sound, which is then interpreted as an intelligible tone. 
These waves are a form of energy. This is exactly why Yeshua is considered to be the power of yod heh the Tetragrammaton, exerted. Yeshua is the phone, which in Greek means sound, a mission of Yahweh. He is the word of Yahweh. One can look into physics, look into the properties of noise and sound. You can even investigate cosmic sound and you'll get more insight on these things. The human ear can detect and decipher sound between 20 hertz and 20,000 hertz. So it is safe to say that your ears serve as a receiver. We know that when humans exert energy in any work that we engage in, it is our own self-exerted power and energy that completes the task at hand. So it is the same with Yahweh. The energy that he exerts to complete his task is Yeshua HaMashiach. And that is where I will stop. The rest will only be communicated face to face amongst students and pupils, amongst disciples in Talmudim, in Talmidah, which are female disciples. This concludes the small treatise of Yeshua, the pre-existent master. Yeshua existed before all things. And no, this is not Easter, it's Pesach. No, it's not Ishtar, it's Pesach. No, it's not Astarte, it's Pesach. The Ruach HaKodesh, the spirit of exclusivity, the spirit of what is called holiness, which means to be set apart for righteous purposes and righteous use has spoken expressly throughout the entire Berith HaKadoshah the New Testament of what is required so right now we're in the midst of a moed, which in Hebrew means an appointed time. We are celebrating and actuating one of the festivals of Yahweh. And the only thing I'll say is Pesach originated in Egypt. Pesach originated in Egypt. Someone out there needs to think about that. The children of Israel were living in Egypt with the Egyptians, but they weren't allowed to serve Yahweh in purity because of the paganism and the pagan customs that they were surrounded with 
and the pagan government that they lived under. The spiritual oppression that they lived in the midst of that came from Egyptian leadership. Someone needs to watch the movie, The Prince of Egypt, which I always give accolades and praises to Steven Spielberg for doing such a good job of depicting the Israelites as they truly are historically and in reality. But like I said, Moses was appointed. Moses was anointed to lead the children of Israel out of Mitzrayim, out of Egyptus, out of Egypt. But he himself by the Egyptians was considered to be an Egyptian until he made it clear that he was a Hebrew and that the Hebrews were his people. I'm throwing details out there for the decoders to decrypt and to come to a full understanding. Don't forget that when Moses ran away from Egypt and was caught drinking at a well in Midian by the daughters of Jethro, whom we call Yithro in Hebrew. The daughters went back to their father, the priest of Midian, and said, we have found an Egyptian at the well. Let us tell you about the Egyptian who helped us get water at the well. They called Moses an Egyptian. But he wasn't an Egyptian. He was Hebrew. He was an Israelite. He was from the tribe of Levi. He was simply dressed as an Egyptian. He had his hair fashioned as the Egyptians had theirs fashioned. So the only distinction between the Egyptians and the Hebrews was how they dressed and how they adorned their hair and what language maybe that they spoke. But they were of the same complexion das ist sehr interessant very interesting any real analytical thinker and critical thinker should think upon those things when reading the Torah Like it says in the New Testament in the book of Acts, Moses was learned, educated, initiated into all the wisdom of the Egyptians, but he himself was not an Egyptian. Even though he was raised and reared as an Egyptian, he was adopted as a son of Egypt. He was put forward by the daughter of the Pharaoh as her son the prince of Egypt. 
This is very interesting. As I said, falsehood and nonsense has been taught for 2,000 years. But even in the prophets, Yahweh said, out of Egypt, I have called my son. And in Isaiah 19, Yahweh said, Egypt is my people, Israel is my inheritance, and Assyria is the work of my hands. Happy Pesach and happy Feast of Unleavened Bread to all those who have been obedient to the Torah and who have commemorated the work that Yahweh has done by delivering his people from Egypt. Shalom Aleichem. And until next time, Shalom.